Primates, we are about to experience the final Mercury retrograde of the decade. Wow. Congrats to us. Uh, 2019 has been a time where we've had three Mercury retrogrades, like a total of three. We had our first two in March and July of this year. And this third one taking place October 31st through November 20th is the big finale. So, you know, I'm a Scorpio. My Mercury is in Scorpio. So this is a very personal Mercury retrograde for me. And I know a lot of our listeners are Scorpios or people with Scorpio placements definitely are going to feel this Mercury retrograde more than most other signs. But no matter what your sign is, since Mercury is the planet of communication, it's really important to be aware of the themes of Mercury retrograde in Scorpio and how it may affect the way you communicate, the way those around you communicate. So even though Scorpios are the ones who may feel this transit, most intensely, all zodiac signs should familiarize themselves with the energy of Mercury retrograde in Scorpio. It's going to take place during Scorpio season, and so this will be a very spooky Halloween season indeed. It literally starts on Halloween, October 31st, so I'm not even prepared. To <laughs> it really is just going to be a dramatic, spooky end of October. And so to help us navigate what Mercury's themes are and how to make it through this final retrograde without taking ourselves too seriously. Uh, I have Alexa and Alexa, she is a wonderful Gemini human who does so many incredible things uh, like many Geminis do. And she runs the No Gemini page, all the hilarious memes that you see are curated by Alexa and she also is in film school at USC she is a tarot reader she's been on the podcasts in previous seasons it's just incredible inspiring Gemini energy and so as we know that you know Gemini is ruled by the planet Mercury I thought that would be a wonderful way to include mercurial energy through Gemini and then because it's taking place in Scorpio we'll have my perspective on it and together we will think of how we can you know finesse our way through 2019 basically that's that's what Alexa was saying earlier she was like Gemini <laughs> and Scorpio are great finessers together aren't we you really are hi Alexa hello thank you for having me of course thanks for being back so I know the shadow period of Mercury retrograde has begun and just like Scorpios are going to feel Mercury retrograde more intensely because it's taking place in our signs, Geminis and Virgos, two of the signs that are ruled by Mercury, are also going to feel it more intensely. So what are your little Gemini spidey senses telling you? I just feel like especially especially given that this is the end of a decade and I feel like it's a decade in which a lot of people our age and our age bracket we've grown so much I mm -hmm. think people within our age bracket were either just leaving home for the first time or 
mm-hmm. and venturing out into the world for the first time. You were mentioning this earlier, how we started college 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and now we're just entering a new decade. I feel like it's going to be a time to reap the fruits of whatever seeds you planted or mm-hmm. did not plant. Mm-hmm. I know with Gemini's, well, for me specifically, I think about a lot of ideas. I have so many things I want to accomplish, um, but more often than not, not as many of them as I think end up being rooted into mm-hmm. like soil, if that makes sense. It does. Um, so I feel like this time you're gonna, I mean, I've been reaping what I've been sowing mm-hmm. in the last year, let alone the last 10 years, um, for better or for worse. More than anything, I feel, yeah. Yes, oh my I, God. I feel that. Thank you for sharing that because, you know, often feelings of anxiety could come up around Mercury retrograde because of this ability to all of the things that have to do with the prefix re. So review, renew, realize, reassess, release. It can cause feelings of stress and anxiety at times, which is, I think, why sometimes uh you know it's generalized mercury retrograde is generalized as something to fear or something to really overly prepare for but with mercury and scorpio it's really something to experience and to allow to guide you intuitively um so for those of you who are scorpios who have or who have a lot of scorpio placements ktz astrologer amani and i recently released a scorpios and anxiety forecast and we'll make sure that in 2020 other signs are also able to have their own forecast on how to recognize how anxiety pops up for them and how to um i know gemini's also feel a lot of anxiety all signs do and in different aspects but i do agree that the cerebral nature of gemini that can be the biggest struggle how can i kind of either not even shut my thoughts off but get clarity about what I want to pursue and when uh, even if you're multi-talented and Mm -hmm. a jack of all trades so yeah Scorpios who have a struggle of like how do I manage my intense emotions and desires definitely check out the Scorpios and anxiety forecast and also know that during this final Mercury retrograde you will feel more ready to tackle feelings of what has been holding you back. You will feel really driven, all signs, no matter where you are in the world or in your life, will have this feeling that the work that you put in between October 31st and November 20th, like basically most of the month of November, is really gonna help set you up to finish the decade strong. And I completely agree with what you were saying about at least, even though you're very inspired, at least take time to try to pursue some of what you're inspired about instead of just letting it be thoughts in your mind. So don't, none of us should tell ourselves it's too late and that we can't accomplish some of the goals we had at the beginning of 2019. So what do you think since there's all of this energy of renewal, but also looking back at the past how can we skymates kind of balance out the intensity of a transit of mercury retrograde in scorpio 
without putting too much pressure on ourselves, especially if we've had so many ideas roaming through our minds this year and paths and possibilities? How can we infuse more lightheartedness in this transit? I feel like, and I speak to this a lot with the posts and people sometimes are like, can you, can you not? But I think it's important to just name what you're feeling speaking to the um anxiety that all signs feel Mm -hmm. i think gemini's in particular compartmentalizing is not something that happens usually Mm -hmm. or often it takes like intense pointed specific work Mm -hmm. to sit and name what you're feeling Mm -hmm. because so often i feel for gemini's everything sits in a little ball in your chest Mm -hmm. or in the pit of your stomach or wherever it is Mm. you may happen to feel your anxiety, it just all sits there together. And it's important to at least name one of the two feelings, to name your fears specifically. Because I feel like for Gemini's too, a lot of the anxiety is rooted in fears of, I don't know, fears of failure, Mm. fears of just kind of forecasting doom Mm. before it even happens. So I feel like naming what you're feeling, and then also it's important to Name it, process it, and then let it go, which Mm. is a thing that Geminis are also very good at. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just oftentimes you skip ahead to number three. You just skip to letting it go without having processed the effect it has, what it even was, how it made you feel, and it just sits there, and then you're like, okay, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to force myself to like, okay, I'm going to let it go. Is it gone? It's gone. I'm pretty sure it's gone. Cool. Let's... Who wants wine? Who wants? Mm-hmm. Let's. We're good, right? Everyone's good, wow. which is good, right? It's like it imbues most emotional processing with like a certain lightheartedness mm-hmm. and a certain I don't know, easygoing, like affable nature. But I think there's got to be a balance. I think there's got to be a balance, and I think this particular transit with Mercury retrograde already being. I don't want to say a struggle for Gemini's, but just Mm -hmm. being a period where you have to be more intentional and organized about Mm -hmm. your affairs. Mm -hmm. Um, With that happening in the sign of Scorpio, I just just don't skip ahead, I think, Mm -hmm. to the letting go. Like, I think that lightness and easygoingness Mm. um, is important to have, but remember to to name what you're feeling and the naming it is so important and it sounds so simple it sounds so simple but i don't know why like for me personally it's so hard for me to mm-hmm. s- sit and say oh like i am afraid of this mm-hmm. because of this or oh i am feeling this because i feel shitty about having done this or yes. about not having done this wow and then that doesn't happen and you're like okay well this little ball i'm gonna let it go because i gotta let it go because it's healthy for me right right like mm-hmm. that's what i'm supposed to do that's what i'm gonna do and then yeah the lightheartedness continues but it's not rooted in any work or weight that makes sense so i think having a balance of the two like using the scorpio energy and using this transit of mercury retrograde happening during scorpio season while mercury is in scorpio just take i would say take advantage of it don't run away from mm, don't emotions. run away yeah from what is gonna inevitably come up don't run away wow, from that's true things that are gonna like pop up and like smack you across the face that's very true all zodiac signs will feel like they can't run away from what they actually are feeling it becomes more and more pronounced water signs i would say definitely take the advice that alexa is giving you but the twist can be 
to infuse that lightness as you feel those emotions because you naturally feel everything so sensitively mm-hmm. and Mercury and Scorpio is going to enhance it. And so you want to make sure if you're a Pisces, Scorpio, Cancer, that during this transit, you don't get so... Um, you haven't like told yourself, okay, I surrender so much to what I feel that I become overwhelmed or I'm stuck in a cycle of feeling so intensely. And then I think for some fire and air signs in particular, definitely take that advice to heart of like, have I been running away from the depth of what I'm feeling? And I know that earth signs are going to find themselves more connected to their emotions in a way that they may not have been for most of the year Mm. so earth signs are going to feel like okay i'm not just trying to practically live life but i'm accepting the fact that certain intuitiveness and awareness of what can't be practically explained is happening so during mercury retrograde people from our past tend to come back up and uh, because it's in Scorpio it can be people with a lot of Scorpio energy because Mercury rules Virgo and Gemini it could be Virgos and Gemini that pop back up in people's lives take a look at where Mercury is placing your chart that can explain the type of person that comes back in your life or the somebody that has that energy may return so what I'm curious of what we can offer the skymates is how can we be curious about the souls that return into our lives during mercury retrograde in scorpio i know that often scorpio energy tends to be all or nothing like either they fully let someone in or they can fully cut them out of their lives how can we use this Mercury retrograde, this final Mercury retrograde of the decade to make sure we're not reacting from kind of like an impulsive or societally conditioned way, but more, hmm, why is this person back in my life? What am I meant to learn? Like, it's easier said than done to have this reaction, but how can we make sure we're reacting from a centered place when people return to our lives during retrograde season? Honestly, it's technically like we're, we're really nearing the end of retrograde season. After this Mercury retrograde, most of the planets are not going to be retrograde. Mm-hmm. So we're really at the end of the tunnel. And so it's like this final retrograde is like, I just want to make sure you learned a certain lesson. Is there a certain pattern you tend to have when certain people pop up? Are you setting boundaries for yourself? <laughs> mm. Are you setting the boundaries that you need? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like for Gemini's, maybe I, I, I gather maybe for Scorpios too, for different reasons, from the in, very intense deep feeling to the skimming on the surface of many things at once, I feel like it's a struggle for me to set boundaries. It's a struggle for me to express my boundaries out of fear, out of displeasing people mm-hmm. that I care for who are in my life. I often overexert myself. So in terms of patterns that might happen, and I feel I feel like Geminis resonate with this. Mm-hmm. I feel like that affable, easygoing nature is just so often masking just like deep, intense exhaustion. Mm. And just, yeah, you're just tired. I bet you're just tired. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired. Yeah. And, um, yeah. 
Wow. It's important to pattern wise, I would say, to discern when that's happening. And not I'm not saying be selfish. I'm saying set boundaries mm-hmm. that will allow you to preserve your personhood more. And this retrograde, I feel, is going to really test that. Mm-hmm. Because with, I don't know, I feel like Scorpio is just the sign, such a sign of renewal and rebirth and mm-hmm. transformation. That is a big transformative test, I feel. Mm-hmm for air signs with Gemini's I can speak mainly obviously to Gemini's so set boundaries and express them and it doesn't make you a bad person and I say this for myself yeah I feel you I I think that's such a universal theme of 2019 that the universe does want us to learn and it for all zodiac signs you have to be aware that it takes trial and error so sometimes we freak ourselves out because we're like well I don't even know how to so I'm afraid that Maybe my boundaries will be too firm or Mm -hmm. not firm enough or maybe they'll be full of contradictions or maybe I will feel this desire for a boundary at this moment and then a few minutes later I want the opposite and Mm -hmm. that's kind of the trial and error of course having some sort of consistency in what you express will help you so that other people don't feel like it's a wishy-washy situation but also understanding that it's normal to during the trial and error period to feel like sometimes am i doing this right that's very normal feeling it's a muscle i think Mm -hmm. and this is something i think about a lot how it is a muscle and at first it feels so awkward and so scary because you're just everyone is used to everyone could be used to you being available or these people that these people these situations that pop up again during the retrograde period I may be used to you responding in a certain way, but I invite all the skymates listening to assess if maybe it's time to react differently Mm. and to preserve yourself more for the first time. Wow. And that's a muscle. It's at first it feels really awkward. You feel like you're stumbling around and that everyone might hate you, but no one is going to hate you and it's going to feel easier and better every time it happens i'm still in the earlier process of Mm -hmm. this but so this is going to be my process for myself going into this retrograde because i already know that there's situations and people coming who are just gonna test Mm -hmm. whether or not i am ready to know my boundaries Mm -hmm. and express those boundaries and i would say since Scorpio energy also is connected to like the sass, the sarcasm, Mm -hmm. the skepticism, all the more shadowy side emotions as well. Part of your boundary is to know what's worth even responding to um, Mm -hmm. and being aware of when your words sting with Mercury and Scorpio. All of us tend to be more on a defensive kind of energy at times and our words can sting when we feel a certain way and that is it giving our own energy away sometimes and so when you think of boundaries it's not just protecting your energy from uh, outside energy Mm -hmm. but even being aware of when your own energy is dangerous when your own energy isn't really serving larger humanity it's kind of like if you feel the urge to say something hella petty um just to get the reaction out of someone being able to pause and be like is it worth it even if the person did it first 
that's going to be very Mercury retrograde in Scorpio vibes. Mm -hmm. And if we collectively, it doesn't mean not checking people who are disrespecting you or disrespecting others. Mercury in retrograde in Scorpio is great for being a disruptor of what's not serving the higher consciousness but also knowing when you yourself are contributing to lowering the vibration of humanity that kind of honest assessment even if it's just the way you speak to yourself honestly often especially if it's the way you speak to yourself because we tend to be at times our own worst enemy Mm -hmm. so mercury retrograde in scorpio asks you to be more introverted all zodiac signs and introspective as you figure out what your relationship with yourself mentally and spiritually is some truths will feel a little hard to bear as you may realize you may have been extremely self-critical and self-deprecating i know you were talking about that with gemini's where sometimes you might not realize you've been hard on yourself because you've been using humor Mm -hmm. to mask it but then when you think about it you're like how much have i really been here for myself on a psychologically healthy level often not as much as you need for yourself i would say Mm -hmm. um i know we were discussing how gemini's really react to just very pithy witty almost mean humor sometimes Mm -hmm. but it's always mean at oneself at the expense of gemini's Mm -hmm. like gemini's i feel love gemini humor that's mean to gemini's Mm -hmm. and i think that speaks to just a certain inherent people pleasing nature Mm -hmm. like pleasing the world at the expense of oneself Mm -hmm. so what you were saying actually was really powerful about the introspectiveness and realizing when your own energy isn't contributing Mm -hmm. that is also a feeling that i feel is easy to run away from and that in favor of like this lightness this light-hearted like moving through space and time and the world in a humorous joyful way that is rarely acknowledged when you only move through the world in that mental space yes if that makes sense so i think yeah you're totally right on the one hand set your boundaries but on the other hand Mm -hmm. know when the world might need boundaries from you yes Mm -hmm. that's very powerful so Wow, you can still use humor to assess your own shadow side and literally check yourself where you're like, was that really necessary? And like literally have conversations in the mirror with yourself, with your journal. Ask yourself if you're the type of friend you would want to have in this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, ask yourself what your inner child is missing that might be leading to a cry for attention. Ask yourself how much you've taken on the role of being the strong friend and how that could be leading to resentment so yeah i'm not gonna lie and say that just because it's the final mercury retrograde of 2019 and we've made it through two other retrogrades we're gonna breeze our way through this and everything no 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 no. mercury retrograde in scorpio is definitely the energy of rising from one's ashes and that means self-destruction and rebirth And so what you can do is think back to the first two retrogrades of the year. The first one was March 5th, 2019 through March 28th. It was in Pisces, also an emotional energy. Mm -hmm. The second one was July 7th through July 31st. Started off in Leo and then entered Cancer. So celebrate your growth if you have journals think back to where you were even just scroll back to your instagram see what phase of your life you were in 
think where you were at work, what your struggles were during the July and March retrogrades. And this, this October, November retrograde, the final one will be like, okay, this is the final push that can bring me to this new decade. Obviously the work will continue. It's not like once you get to 2020 and you make it past this retrograde, all of a sudden we're all like this incredible superhero there will still be non-linear process of sometimes I'm making progress other times I feel like I've taken steps behind Mercury retrograde in Scorpio is about admitting that to yourself more and not living in some sort of la-la land admitting to yourself when you have fallen victim to self-sabotage deciding if you decide to transform this victimhood into self-empowerment being able to ask for help in the process Mm -hmm. is one of the biggest lessons of the end of the year and we're recording this during mental health awareness week and uh I do think that's one of the biggest lessons I'm learning with the natal mercury in Scorpio I do not need to do this all by myself. This goes for like your dreams, the pursuit of your dreams, the pursuit of your healing, the pursuit of learning how to forgive and release grudges, the pursuit of moving on from no long what no longer serves you, even if it's something that was very familiar. I don't have to go through all this myself. Mercury and Scorpio sometimes may make us think like we're alone. And misunderstood and it can make us brood and just get lost in all the intensity of what we're feeling and I think that's where Scorpios can learn from Gemini's and air signs and people who understand the connectivity of it all and and have a, a more light-hearted perspective about everything is that we're not the only moody ones we're not the only ones brooding we're not the only ones still healing what happened when we were kids and so as we look around and step outside of our own little bubble I know my I can live in my little Scorpio bubble I really can and when we dare to look around and be vulnerable about our experience our healing journey exponentially quickens and so that's what I hope we all remember is that it's not a hopeless journey if anything the emotions that are going to come up are like telling us that it's the beginning of something new so I want to end like on a hopeful note at its best what can this final mercury retrograde of 2019 the final mercury retrograde of the decade what can be birthed from it what are we willing to bring to life from this final transformation and rebirth wow Uh, no pressure though none at all (laughs) um wow and all of this will be happening to kind of show skymates how even if there's this intense powerful energy there's also going to be jupiter in sagittarius's final full month in the month of november and the Scorpio new moon will have also started just a few days before Mercury retrograde. It will have been on the 27th of October. And so that's why 
the birth of something new along with the realization of what you need in order to get there is a big theme because it's like yeah you'll look back in the past yeah people from your past will come back yes you'll be aware of past triggers that haven't been healed but the Scorpio new moon is like what are you ready to be who are you ready to evolve into how can you use this awareness and then the Jupiter and Sagittarius energy is like now that you know go for it it's never too late go for it so how can we encourage our skymates to use this introspective, powerful, healing, self-aware, shadowy energy to invest this towards passion projects? I know you're one of the skymates currently navigating really exciting periods of being able to explore your passions. What, what can be motivating about Mercury retrograde in terms of, yeah, going after our dreams? I think part of that introspection, the beautiful part of it is once you acknowledge the shadow self, which by the way, air signs can always do more Mm -hmm. than the normal setting. It's always, we're not as natural. Most of us don't even know what our shadow self even contains or what Mm -hmm. it entails because that work just doesn't Mm -hmm. happen naturally. We're often so far away from it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'd say work with your shadow self and embrace it you know make it a friend so you mm-hmm. can wield it and then once you do that I think that feeling of um I am not a burden to myself mm. to others and that will develop into self-love a kind of self-love that will give you the permission you need I mean no one ever we don't ever need permission but you know sometimes you got to give yourself permission mm-hmm. to like do the thing to follow the thing mm-hmm. One of the biggest revelations for me in the last year, and especially going into this, into this period, is just the really, really like huge realization that I can be whoever I want to be, mm-hmm. in in aesthetic, in way of life, in in activities, in hobbies, and I can in, be in, whoever I want. In my be. community, yeah, that's what. Um, yeah, that's what this means, really. Mm-hmm. It means. Beautiful like, tattoos. I, I can be whoever I want to be. Yes. And I think knowing that and getting to the point where you genuinely feel that way and you are that way. Yes. Just naturally without having to convince yourself of it. Mm. I think that unlocks this huge, like, beautiful garden road that you never mm-hmm. knew was there that's filled with all the things you have always loved to do love to do currently and will probably always love to do Mm -hmm. and then knowing that you're just able to just get on that road and be filled fully top to bottom with your passions and Mm -hmm. the things you love to do because you're not worried about if you even can in the first place wow and this royalty is exactly why I was really excited to have Alexa on this podcast because that perspective shift is really monumental and that's really what I want to end this episode on what do you want to be don't limit yourself you can become intentional and clear about where you'd like to begin placing your energy you can become very very honest with yourself about when you've been blocking your own growth by certain habits that don't serve you or perspectives mindsets limiting beliefs 
that may block the abundance. You may take time to mourn as you release some of those habits, but really ask yourself, I am an infinite being. What do I want to be? Who do I want to be? What do I want to do with my beautiful, passionate energy? And how do I not limit myself as I manifest this reality for myself? Scorpio is a sign of alchemy. So this Mercury retrograde is really about taking everything that's happened in your life so far and alchemizing it with purpose into the direction that you now seek for yourself. A constant rebirth and it's uh, a beautiful journey. So I hope that this served you. Alexa, thank you for your incredible insights. Thank you. I'm still going to be downloading all this and integrating it throughout the entire retrograde. It's a good episode to listen to over this retrograde period and especially during moments where you need to just remind yourself to flow through it Mm -hmm. um, and that you're not crazy. Just breathe, journal, and remind yourself that we're all going through it. We all are on our journeys of evolution. So just trust yourself more, Skymates. You've made it this far. It's only the beginning. Things are going to get increasingly lighter as we finish out the decade and enter a new one. So celebrate how far you've come, please. And uh, I'm happy to be here with you. Thank you for the constant support. Make sure to rate. I'd love to receive comments and feedback on what you love, what you wanna hear more of this season. Lots of exciting surprises and guests will continue to manifest in this podcast. Shout out to Electric Butter, India and Jay, who have loyally always been here encouraging me to get this incredible content out and really making it all possible. This would not be happening without the team at all because of my own boundaries. I realize I can't do it alone. So I'm glad I have people who encourage me to pursue my passions. So find your people this retrograde. You're not alone. Um, Yeah, so rate, comment, subscribe, share with friends, and uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at KnowTheZodiac. I wish you a very, hmm, what's the adjective I'm looking for? Powerfully rejuvenating and awakening Mercury retrograde in Scorpio. Until next time, Skymates. Bye-bye.